We have with us uh, the number one uh, <laughs> economist in the country. The number one economist in the country, Larry Kudlow, is with us. And thank God, Larry, thank God it's Friday. I mean, this city was so tied up with all the prime ministers and presidents and all Dukes the people. And <laughs> the Dukes, Dukes of Earl, yes, they were here too. Uh, oh. <laughs> oh, a second dose. No more, no more. <laughs> I'm only Larry Kudlow. I, what I, say I'm you? Only, what, tell us what's going I'm only on. So, yeah. I'm only sorry that I'm not there. <laughs> you would have a good time. If you would have, if you were in the studio with us, you would have a good time. We'll put you right next to the governor. Yes, only sorry. Next time, maybe. Uh, tell me, uh, are we having a, a meltdown, or is it? Uh, you know, there was people uh, saying we're going into bear territory today. There was people, I understand, on CNBC. I got a text from somebody yelling at uh, the Fed chairman: "Stop raising interest rates. You're destroying the economy." I mean, I'd rather hear from you. You're a number one economist. Well, look at. Uh the bear market is deepening. It's unfortunate. I don't like it any more than anybody else does, but the bear market is deepening. Um, our policies are completely unbalanced. I mean, what you've got here is the Fed has to deal with inflation. It's a sticky inflation problem. The core inflation rate is probably still 6 or 7%. But the Fed's not getting any help from uh, the administration or Congress. Uh, there's no new oil production. They may not even get a permitting reform bill through. They should be cutting tax rates. They should be deregulating to help business. I mean, optimally, look at the Fed is probably doing the right thing, but in they're the only ones fighting it. The government is still spending and taxing and regulating. So therefore, uh, the Fed is crunching down. We're in a monetary contraction. It's going to continue for quite some time. Probably the next round of disappointments in the stock market is going to be a lot of reduced earnings. Profits are the mother's milk of stocks. Profit estimates are being cut left and right. I just saw one from Strategus, our friend Jason Trenner, who's a very smart guy. He's knocking down his profit numbers. That's probably going to be the next shoe to fall. The GDP is going to continue to decline. It's a very difficult situation. And it's going to last a whole bunch of more months. I don't see an end to it right now. So, so Larry, Ed Cox here. How can you have this kind of a disaster? We've got full employment going. Well, I don't know that it's full employment per se. And by the way, employment and unemployment will be the last to go. I mean, you're, you're already seeing housing in a deep slump. Retail sales are slumping. Manufacturing is slumping. So my view is... Uh, whether it's this month or next month or the month after, you're going to see two things. Weekly unemployment claims, which are up about sixty or 70,000 from the lows, they're going to continue to rise towards 300,000. They're about 230,000 now. And the monthly jobs numbers are going to start to deteriorate. That's Those are usually the last shoes to fall. But this is a very tough year. You've got an ongoing monetary contraction. What you should have to offset Set that is uh, lower taxes and regulations, and you should uh, get out of this energy malaise. The person that's got it right is Liz Truss of Britain. She's come out with a Reagan-Thatcher-type uh, proposal, cutting personal tax rates, cutting corporate tax rates, cutting payroll taxes, ending the ban on fracking. Yes. She's got it exactly right. 
The Bank of England is tightening to improve the pound, uh, which is not going to be overnight, but that's right. And she's cutting tax rates to spur economic incentives to grow. That is the right policy mix. But we are not doing that now. I did like the commitment to America that came out with Kevin McCarthy. They've got the right ideas in there, but it's going to take quite some time for them to implement any of that uh, if they ever get to it. So it's tough, John. I don't like it any more than anybody else likes it, but I think um, the medicine is going to get worse. Think of that fracking in the United Kingdom. How about that? Yes, absolutely right. I mean, I really like what Liz Truss is doing, okay? Um, She was criticized by... People on these left-wing business networks like Bloomberg and CNBC, they shouldn't. That's what Reagan did. That's what Reagan did. He had Volcker tighten the dollar higher, get monetary excess out of the system, while he lowered tax rates and he decontrolled the price of oil, as you know well, Ed Cox. That's the right thing to do. We should be doing that right now here. But meanwhile, you have Janet Yellen, the Treasury Secretary, out yesterday in some goofy speech saying, well, we have unfinished business. Unfinished business. We have to keep up with the Green New Deal and climate change to end fossil fuels. We have to raise taxes on corporations. We have to raise taxes on the wealthy. Now, isn't that just a wonderful idea? Here we are with a bear market in stocks, people losing trillions of dollars across the board. 55% of Americans are in the market one way or another, and she wants to raise taxes on the very companies that uh, you're investing in. And I mean, they're only going to, if they raise the, if they raise the taxes, all they're gonna, those companies are going to do reflect it back to the consumer. Well, that's true too. They'll just, they'll just pass on the tax hike in the form of higher prices. You're exactly right. So we're on the wrong track here. But as I said, I did like Kevin McCarthy's commitment uh, to America. Um, It's like the old Newt Gingrich uh, contract with America. It gives them a roadmap. It gives them some key talking points on inflation and taxes and regulations and crime and and education. All good. And I'm just waiting for uh, David Patterson to call his friend (laughs) Joe Biden to straighten him out. David Patterson, would you call the White House Get the White House on the phone. I seem not to have the number anymore. <laughs> Based on some comments I've made here. He was driving up and down the block here like a That's few right. times yesterday. Let me, let me ask a secret. You, you had a direct line to your office. When the, when the White House changes hands, do they change all those numbers by, by or no, where the phones were over? So whoever is sitting at your desk right now. I'll start right after the show, Ed. You can call them. I used to call that a lot. Yeah, that never, that number never changes. Never changes. That number never changes. Ever, ever, ever. But, you know, policies do change and voters do vote. And I'm still optimistic about the outcome. I think you're going to see this is going to be a very big change in the midterms. And that's good. That's a note of hopefulness. Uh, but we're going to have to – you've got a bear market correction, John, and um, I just think it's going to have to run its course. That's the way things are. Now, having said that, let me say this. Um, stocks for the long run. So you might want to think about this for a more optimistic point of view, that as the market declines, you might want to do some dollar-cost averaging into stocks. You might want to – Increase your investment in uh, the S&P 500 indexes. Uh, Eddie Cox, you should remember Burton Malkiel, who taught us. I sure do. A random walk uh, down Wall Street. 
That's Eddie right. Toss. We both we we both we both know him from uh, Princeton, yeah. and he wrote a very good piece in the Wall Street Journal about this. The dollar cost averaging, if you can do it for the longer term, will pay off. Stocks are still the very best investment over the longer term. What you got now is a bear market cycle. Uh, we've seen them before, but you always come back from it. So that's you know, tactically, uh, probably that's not a bad thing to do. Okay, Larry, you're advising now Speaker McCarthy. The first thing he should do, Republican control the House. They control the budget. That's where it starts. Uh, doesn't control it completely. What would you, what would you have them do first and foremost? Well, you, you know what? You gotta, I would start carving up, uh, well, two things. You gotta do a couple of things simultaneously. Number one, you should start enforcing the pay go caps on the budget. And stop this incredible rise in federal spending, which itself is so inflationary. That's point number one. Point number two, make the Trump tax cuts permanent. In particular, the 100% bonus depreciation allowance should be made permanent. That ends at the end of this year. And number three, uh, start the permitting and the fracking and the oil production. Start that back up. We're only doing 11.3 million barrels a day. Yep. We, did we, we, can, we can go to 15. Larry Tudlow, thank you for everything you've done, and thank you, and have a great weekend. And right. Thanks very much. And we're going to go to a break. Patterson. Bye-bye. 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 <laughs> <laughs>